This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. What a beautiful thing for creation to rejoice and marvel at the creator. As we were made by him, so he made the day. Uh, I am here to give you the morning prayer and scripture. Let us go into prayer. Father God, we love you. We thank you and we praise you on today, O oh God. As we come to your throne, O oh God, incline your ear to our hearts, Father. Hear us, O oh God, as only you can. For you are the God who sees. You have seen us through 2020 into 2021, O oh God. You have seen us through sickness into healing. You have seen us uh, through anxiety into peace. You have seen us in, from poverty into provision. And we thank you for it all, O oh God. We thank you for keeping us, for protecting us, for making a way, O oh God, as only you can. For keeping us covered under your blood. For shielding us from danger seen and unseen, oh God. The things that you have done for us, we could not do for ourselves. So we lift our hands to you even now, oh God. Thanking you, oh God. As we enter into this morning, oh God, we ask you that you touch the man of God as he goes to deliver the word, oh God. Plant seeds into households, oh God, that it may abound in harvest. Step into the rooms and the households of your people, oh God. Let your presence sit on their couches, in their living rooms, in their dining rooms, in their bedrooms, oh God. Cover their houses as only you can. Do what you do best, O oh God. Heal this land. Give us what we need, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, we declare it to be done even now. Amen. We'll now I'll be reading the morning scripture. Uh, I'll be coming from Galatians chapter 2. Galatians chapter 2. I'll be reading verses 16 through 20. And it reads like this. Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Even when we have even we have believed in Jesus Christ, that we may be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. But if while we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves also are found sinners. Is therefore Christ the minister of sin? God forbid. For if I build again the things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. For I, through the law, am dead to the law, that I might live unto God. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth within me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. May the Lord add a, add a blessing to the reading of this word, sanctified in your hearts, that you may grow thereby.
him there is no failure. the Lord and there's nobody greater than our God tell somebody he's better than good to me he's better than good to me hallelujah
open in so many ways you made so many times you healed me better than good to me so many doors you open so many ways you made so many times you healed me better than good so many doors
you put those hands together won't you just give the Lord some praise right where you are that's right right in your living room put your hands together shout out a praise won't you hallelujah 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 come on and praise him he's worthy yes he's been so good better than good 
Hallelujah. 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 Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Hallelujah. Glory. I feel the Holy Ghost, and I'm so grateful. Hallelujah. For the opportunity to worship and to glorify the God of my salvation. Had it not been for the Lord, don't know where I'd be, what I'd be doing, but I'm so glad. Hallelujah. Out of his goodness, his love, his mercy, his grace, I'm here. Come on, put those hands together one more time, won't you? And give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. It's offering time now, and we want to worship the Lord in giving. We want to separate unto the Lord that which we purpose to give. Won't you take in your possession that which you purpose to give? Of course, we're doing it electronically, and the technician will put the instructions on the screen for you to follow. Those of you who are worshiping uh, with our sister church, Refuge Temple Annex in the Bronx, you may use Givelify. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to give in your presence. Bless even the gift and the giver. Open up the windows of heaven. Pour us out a blessing so much until we're not able to receive it all at the same time. And we'll give your name the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Follow those instructions, won't you? And plant your seed. today coming out of the book of Proverbs chapter 24 and I want to tie it in with 2nd Timothy chapter 2 verse number 3 I honor the Lord Jesus Christ while you're turning to those passages of scripture I give glory and honor to my Lord and my Savior and to the people of God everywhere and to my lady, my wife, Lady Fields, I say praise the Lord to you and I give honor to her. And I'm so grateful for another opportunity to share the word of the Lord with you, wherever you are, in your living room, sitting in your car, at work, wherever you are. Let's go into the word of the Lord. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 10. One verse I'll read in your hearing and then 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 3. I'll read that one verse as well. Proverbs 24 and 10. If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. 2 Timothy 2 and 3 reads like this, thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his holy word, sanctified in our hearts, that we may grow thereby. I believe this morning that it is my mission to bring you a word of encouragement and also I would say to admonish you, to remind you 
that is going to take some spiritual insight and wisdom to make it from here. What do you mean, preacher? Well, first of all, you have to understand where here is. So many things are going on around here. So much trouble, so much turbulence. So many things are happening around us. And the Lord instructs me to speak to you about the fact that we'll need spiritual insight, wisdom, to make it from where we are. And I hear the word of the Lord speaking in my spirit, which says that we should not be ignorant of the enemy's devices. Always attempting, always on the rampage, always trying to distract destroy, to pull away from the promises of God. So you must know that the keys to making it through whatever persecution or trials or that you're experiencing in your life, hallelujah, the keys are called perseverance and faith. And I say all this in the midst of all that is going on. As I realize that some of you are going through what I call crushing things. Things that are designed to destroy you, to take you totally out of the picture. Hallelujah. But I want you to know that God knows, he sees, and he understands. And if you haven't found out yet, he has perfect timing. Oh, yes, and that song is coming in my spirit. He may not come when you want him, but he is always on time. He knows the way that we take and after he has tried me, hallelujah, I shall come forth as pure gold. And I'm simply here as a man of God while I'm encouraging to remind you that trouble and distress will come to all of us from time to time. I believe it's James that speaks to the church and says, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. And, hallelujah, when we do this, hallelujah, we are looking to our God. In the midst of everything that's going on, I'm looking to him because he is my strength. I'm reminded of what Moses, hallelujah, shared with the children of Israel. He says these words, the eternal God is thy refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms, and he shall thrust out the enemy from before thee, and shall destroy them. Yes, times, hallelujah, bringing us much struggle and turbulence and trouble. But in the midst of this, I want you not to forget that we serve a God that is our strength. Just raise your hands wherever you are and say, God is my strength. Read to you first out of the book of Proverbs, which was written by Solomon to give us practical, moral, and spiritual truth in proverbial form it's for the people of God. Hallelujah. To sum that up, it's simply wisdom for right living. Talks highly about several things, but this wise man gives us instruction. Everyday life means everyday wisdom. Hallelujah. How do I make it through the troubles of life, the trials, and hallelujah, the temptations that I must go through and 
he brings us to a certain point here in this particular text. He says, if you faint in the day of adversity, hallelujah, he talks to me about a day of adversity. The word faint means to let drop, to relax your hold or become disheartened. And the word adversity in the Hebrew means to be in a tight place, hallelujah, or a place of trouble. While I was reading this and while, hallelujah, I was meditating on this, the Lord dropped the subject in my spirit. I'm in a tight spot but I won't give up. Hallelujah. Just look around your living room. If you, or if you're by yourself, just raise your hand and say, I'm in a tight spot, but I won't give up. Hallelujah. The writer here is Solomon, and he's writing to us. And he is giving us a nugget, helping us make it through what we're going through. Hallelujah. He says, if you faint in the day of adversity, if you let it drop, if you relax your hold, or if you allow yourself to be so disheartened in the midst of what you're going through, hallelujah, in the midst of your adversity, you're in a tight spot, you're going through something, hallelujah, and the enemy is trying to get you to let go, to walk away. You're hemmed up in a place, hallelujah, of trouble, and he says, your strength then is small. There are many people who are feeling, I would say, the crunch of being in that tight spot. Hallelujah. Feeling stuck or even surrounded by their circumstances. And uh, there may be some who are sitting in their homes right now saying, I don't see a way out of what I'm going through. I've come to encourage you on this morning, hallelujah, and tell you to hold fast to the strength that God provides in the day of your adversity. Hallelujah, and the time is now can't afford to let go. You can't afford to walk away. Hallelujah. I believe it and I see it in the spirit. You're right on the edge. Hallelujah. Of a breakthrough. God is about to do something wonderful in your life. Hallelujah. The word of God teaches us that our strength comes from God and in the knowledge of his word. It is Solomon in this very same chapter that tells us in the fifth verse, hallelujah, that a man of knowledge increases in strength. Hallelujah. He says it like this, a wise man is strong, yea, a man of knowledge increaseth in his strength. Thank you, Father. So the Bible is letting us know through the pen of Solomon that his strength, the strength of an individual, the strength of a believer, hallelujah, increases because of the word of God. In other words, the more word you receive, the more strength you'll have. I felt that in my spirit. One reason why so many are falling and so many may be
be giving up so easily is because they don't have enough word in their spirit. Hallelujah. Proverbs 10 and 14 tells me that wise men lay up knowledge, but the mouth of the foolish is near destruction. Hallelujah. Wise men will store up knowledge. Hallelujah. Just like a wise steward will save money for his future, a wise steward of the word of God will always have more than he needs stored up in his heart and his mind. Every day I'm feasting on God's word. So uh, every moment you ought to be feasting on the word of God. So when the day of adversity comes or it hits your life, you won't be without strength because you have been nourished by the word of the Lord. And I want you to understand that the enemy knows if he can get your strength, hallelujah, you might be tempted to release the hand of God. It is true, hallelujah, so many going through have let go of their faith because they were tired in the midst of their struggle, so frustrated until they decided they didn't want to do it anymore, hallelujah, destroyed because according to Hosea, because of their lack of knowledge. What the prophet was letting the people know is that the only way we can be destroyed is through a lack of knowledge of the word of God. Lack of his word concerning our situation. You'll discover, child of God, that there is a word for your situation. There is a word that can address your struggle. There is a word. Is there a word from the Lord? The answer is yes. Hallelujah. The more words you have, the more victory you will experience. No word in your life, no victory will manifest in your presence. Hosea says it like this. Hosea 6 and 3. Then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord is going forth is prepared as the morning and he shall come unto us as the rain as the latter and former rain unto the earth so I say my brother and sister that we should pursue the knowledge of the Lord get in the word so his word can get into you hallelujah he said is going forth is established as the morning and uh, he will come to me like the rain and like uh, the latter and former rain on earth pursue a word from the Lord hallelujah it is what will cause us to go forth and it is a big part of bringing the former and latter rain into the lives of the people of God are you with me and my brother my sister if you've become weary if you have been experiencing adversity you're in a tight place hallelujah Hallelujah, tight spot. Everywhere you turn, there's a struggle. There, there is resistance. I recommend to you that 
you get into the word of God and replenish your supply of his word. Get his word in your mind. Get his word deep down in your spirit. When you're sick, you need a word. When you're down, you need a word. When you're distracted, you need a word. Hallelujah. The book of Hebrews tells me. Hebrews 4 and 12. The word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the hearts. Hallelujah. The word of God is in operation in our lives. That means it's vital. It functions in my life. Hallelujah. It helps me to receive the strength and the fortitude that comes from having his word in my life. Hallelujah. I've discovered that the word of God. Hallelujah. Has eight vital functions. In the life of a believer. Number one. It's enlightening. Hallelujah. His word enlightens us. And whenever the word of God comes. The first thing it does. It brings lights. Into our inner being. Hallelujah. Don't you remember when there was chaos and there was darkness upon the earth the first word that is recorded in the book hallelujah that God spoke is let there be lights so when God speaks there his lights hallelujah so when I let God's word dwell in me hallelujah I become inwardly enlightened this was the testimony of the psalmist when he writes in the 119th psalm the opening of your words gives light imparting understanding to the simple lift your hands and tell the Lord thank you hallelujah the second thing hallelujah that makes God's word vital in my life is that it is nourishing the word of God becomes food to my very soul hallelujah some of y'all don't eat enough word but I need his word for breakfast I need his word for lunch and I need his word for dinner this means that while God's word is enlightening us it also feeds our soul did not Jesus say man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God 
hand by this word the Lord is indicating hallelujah that he as a man took God's word in the scriptures as his food and he lived on it and we should follow the example of Jesus and we should have the attitude of hallelujah that the Lord had towards the word and consider it as food for the inner man I need his word to feed me I need his word to nourish me I need his word in my very soul the next thing that makes his word vital in my life are you with me is that the word of God quenches my thirst thank you Lord it is the water of life listen to what Isaiah said for just as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and does not return there until it waters the earth and makes it bare and bring forth so will my word be which goes forth from my mouth it will not return to me vainly but will accomplish what I delight in and will prosper in the matter to which I have sent it what Isaiah is saying is that God sent his word to water his people and to accomplish whatever it sets out to do so when I get a word in my bosom hallelujah it waters me it'll make me bear fruit and sprout forth it sanctifies me it, it even transforms me and conforms me to the image of his dear son and he reminds me in his word for whom he did foreknow he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren his word strengthens me hallelujah that's why John says I've written unto you because you are strong and the word of God abides in you and you have overcome the evil one so being strong is connected to having God's word abiding on the inside his word washes me thank you Lord that's why Paul said in Ephesians 5 that he might sanctify her, cleansing her by the washing of the water in the word that he might present the church to himself glorious not having spot nor wrinkle or any such thing that she should be holy and without blemish thank you Lord so if I let the word of God dwell in me it'll wash me it'll cleanse me on the inside 
side. It'll iron out all the wrinkles. And Lord, the other thing the word does, it builds me up. Thank you, Lord. Lift your hands and say, build me, Lord. That's why Paul said to the Roman church, for as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we being many are one body in Christ, and everyone members one on the other. We all need to be built together. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. So if we let the word of God dwell in us, it will cause us to grow up in Christ who is the head of the body joining us together thank you Lord with his other growing members and causing us to be built together as one body the word of God it also completes and perfects thank you remember what Paul told Timothy oh when he said all scripture is God breathed and profitable for teaching and conviction for correction for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be complete fully equipped for every good work so the nourishment that I receive from the word it completes and it perfects every member of the body so you got to let the word of God dwell in you thank you father and understand that we're not only nourished for our growth but it's for your perfection lift your hands and tell the Lord thank you I feel my help now and the last thing I want to tell you about the vitalness of having God's word in your life it's for your edification and you need sometimes to be edified or built up in a personal way to make up the lack that you may be experiencing his word in you will bring edification thank you Lord in other words if you need patience if you need wisdom or humility if you're lacking in kindness as the word of God dwells in you it edifies you it supplies whatever you need the more I let his word 
dwell in my life, the more virtue I will have. Thank you, Father. What are you saying, preacher? We're in a time and a place of adversity. I'm in a tight place. But as long as I got his word working in my life, hallelujah. When I'm in a tight spot, I hear his word say, but my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory. I thank God for his word. When I'm in trouble, I reach for his word. When I'm sick in my body, I reach for his word. It says by his stripes I'm healed. Say yeah. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Thank you, Lord. And I know some of you got up this morning and you're living in a tight spot. Adversity on every side. Get a hold of his word. He's a keeper. He that keepeth Israel. Neither slumbers nor sleeps of every present help. Lift your hands and say help. In the time of trouble, you don't have to faint. You don't have to drop. When his word says now unto him, say yeah. Who is able? to keep you from falling and present you faultless say yeah say yeah come on Zion lift your hands and say yeah thank you father it was Paul while he's writing to Timothy he says these words I want you to endure hardness and love as a good soldier of Jesus Christ Paul was letting Timothy know that he would face suffering but you should be able to endure that's what I want you to know you should be able to endure don't faint don't throw in the towel go through my sister go through my brother God will bring you through thank you Lord and in his writing to Timothy he would make some comparisons thank you Lord he uses three specifically he talks about the soldier he talks about the athlete and he talks about the farmer 
He says, the soldier, I want you to be like the soldier who gave up worldly security to go through rigorous discipline. You got to hang in there. You got to sing when you don't feel like singing. You got to clap when you don't feel like clapping. You got to say like David. Feel blessed, the Lord, at all times, and His praises shall continually be in my mouth. He compares to the athlete, cause the athlete must train hard and follow the rules, no matter what. Follow the rules, no matter what. Lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily besets you. And he compares to the farmer who works hard and must be patient. Don't give up, cause it hasn't happened yet. Don't let go, cause he hasn't healed you yet. Hallelujah. Don't walk away, because the door hasn't opened yet. Gotta let patience have a perfect work. Thank you, Lord. Hold on. I'm in a tight spot, but I'm hanging in there. Because I know if he brought me out before, he'll bring me out again. Say 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 Thank you, Lord. I can't see your face, but I need you to bear witness. If I'm talking to you, touch the TV screen, squeeze your smartphone, and say it out of your mouth. Put it in the comment section. I'm in a tight spot, but I won't let go. I won't let go. I won't let go. Cause I got a word. Many of the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord will deliver them out of them all. Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. I'm in a tight spot. But I'm not giving up. Because I got a word that says be steadfast. I'm moving. Always a pounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know, your labor is not in vain. Say yeah. You may as well praise him. You may as well lift your hands and say, I've come too far to turn around. You may as well open your mouth and put 
put it in the atmosphere. I've come too far to turn down now. You may as well open up your mouth and raise your hand and say, I've come too far. Hey, 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 Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the presence of the Lord. I feel his joy. I feel his strength. I'm in a tight spot. But I'm going to praise him right here. I'm in a tight spot. But I'm going to worship right here. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my life. The Lord is my joy. The Lord is my deliverer. I can hardly move, but I'm going to praise him. I can hardly move, but I will open my mouth and sing until he breaks the yoke and praise him until he breaks the yoke and worship him until he breaks the yoke say yeah yeah say yeah Osama Hishanarabosi Oh God. Oh. I'm in a tight spot, but I won't give up. If I faint in the day of adversity, Solomon says, then my strength is small. Paul tells us that I should endure hardness then as a good soldier. The thing is to drop or to release that which I need to hold on to. I must persevere. I must believe. And adversity means that somehow I find myself in a tight place, a tight spot, resistance on every side. But I won't let go. No. Be determined today to say I won't let go. Put that in the comment section. Hashtag, I won't let go. I won't give up no matter what. In his timing, when he's ready, he'll make a way. <laughs> and God has perfect timing. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your encouragement. Hallelujah. I ask, Lord, that everyone who has heard this word will begin to realize that no matter how bad things are, you're still able. And your strength is made perfect in their weakness. Give us that fortitude to hold on to your promises, to hold on to your word to digest it, to feast upon it, 
to eat it daily. So when trouble comes, we'll have enough strength to hold on. Touch us one by one, I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to pray a special prayer as we normally do. There may be some in your family, friends, acquaintances that you know need God to touch them. I want you to put their names in the comments section as we get ready to pray. Prayer changes things. Yeah. Even if it's you that needs prayer, put your name there. We're getting ready to pray. If need be, tag them. Let them know that Greater Refuge Temple in Washington, D.C. Refuge Temple Annex in the Bronx. The saints of God are getting ready to pray for you. Come on. As the names come in, we are building an electronic prayer list. One by one, family by family, person by person, situation by situation. The Lord knows you're in a tight spot, but he's your help. Don't give up. Let's pray. Father, you know every name that's scrolling in. You know every person on the list. The names are still coming in. You know them. Hallelujah. It is my prayer, Lord, that you'd stretch out your hand and touch. Let them know you're there. Let them know you are their help, their strength, their healer, their deliverer. One by one, name by name. Father, I pray that you would move in their life. Whatever is needed, provide, Lord. Someone who is connected to this prayer needs the Holy Ghost. I pray that you would fill them with your presence even now, right where you are. If I'm talking about you, lift your hands, won't you? And just begin to praise the Lord. God can fill you with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. Lord, touch them one by one. We ask in Jesus' name. Come on, say it with me in Jesus' name. Put those hands together now, won't you? And give Jesus some praise. Come on, give him glory. 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 Yes, hallelujah. Give him glory. Give him glory. Before we leave, I want to get a sacrifice from you. I want you, if you would, and join me in giving the Lord a $20 sacrifice. Whoever you are, wherever you are, it is not a regular offering. It is not a tithe. It's a sacrifice. Join me, won't you? I want to give you time. And you may use Givelify or follow the instructions on the screen. Father, we want to make sacrifice in your presence. We cannot pay you for what you've done and how you've blessed us. But we want to make a sacrifice Bless us, Lord, each one, the gift and the giver, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Bless you. We're getting ready to go. But I want you to do me a favor. Many of you have been writing and sending, sending us emails, even letters, and 
letting us know how you have been enjoying the ministry, uh, members and member, non-members alike. What I'd like you to do, I'd like you to tape yourself, tape a testimonial, uh, letting us know how you've enjoyed uh, the ministry, if the Lord has done anything for you, if you've been healed or delivered, uh, if the Holy Ghost has fallen upon you, uh, if you've been filled with his presence, make a tape and send it to us. Our technician will put that on the screen, how you can send it to us, uh, and we will incorporate it in our worship. Want everyone to know, the whole world to know, hallelujah, that you are being blessed by the word of God. Is that all right? Don't forget now, the information is on the bottom of the screen. And send it to our tech team and they'll take care of everything. Make that little testimonial, won't you? Until we meet again, I want you to be careful, be prayerful, and be holy. Shalom, shalom. Praise the Lord, Pastor Fields here, and I hope you have enjoyed your worship experience with us on today. Thank you so much for connecting with Grady Refuge Temple here in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. I want to thank you for connecting with us, being a part of this worship experience, and we also, for those of you who may just be meeting us for the first time, wanted to tell you a little bit about ourselves. We are a part of a great organization, a great reformation. The Churches of Our Lord Jesus Christ was founded in 1919 by uh, Bishop R.C. Lawson. And this beautiful edifice that we're standing in is built, ministry founded by Bishop William Lee Bonner. I have the honor now of being the pastor. We have been growing. The Lord has been blessing us tremendously. Souls have been saved and blessed and set free and we're continuing the work yes even in the midst of these trying times we are determined to continue the work i pray that you'll continue to connect with us i pray also that as the lord delivers and set free that he will not leave you out you'll be blessed along with us as well until we meet again shalom shalom